Well, hello. So I'm Emma and this is, it just came to me in a flash of inspiration, this is the Life Atelier podcast because I have been through a cycle of complicating and then simplifying and then complicating in the last few months like many of us and I'm in a good moment of simplification right now and I realised I don't need any other complicated name for this lesson, this little audio coaching that I'm creating for you. It's just enough to call it the Life Atelier podcast. So if you're listening to this for the first time, hi, <laughs> very happy you're here. And, and I'll just tell you a little bit about myself super quickly. I'm, I'm Emma and I currently live in Normandy. I'm renovating my grandparents' cottage, which is becoming my cottage. And we have Pine Martins currently residing with us in the roof. So you might hear them bashing away in the background. <laughs> and, and I have my coaching school, my self-coaching school, The Life Atelier. You will sometimes meet Rita, my dog, because she likes to join me on these. Um, in every aspect of my life, she likes to join me. But right now it's cold, so she's in bed with two blankets on top of her. And I'm here with a cup of tea and a lovely, lovely candle from my mum in Wales. An orange and cinnamon candle recording this for you. So, hello and welcome. These audios are designed to be short little... Um, Self-coaching classes, that's what I'll call them. And we'll go over lots of different topics. So if you find things you're struggling with or there's something you want help with, feel free to email me back or message me in the Partagerie, which is the free community that I have. And I, I'll try and prepare stuff to help you with what you're struggling with. The plan for this first series of the Life Atelier podcast is to go through my coaching framework. So we're going to, over the next 12 weeks, be looking at the 12 parts to the coaching framework. There's four pillars and I'll run through what they are. These next three weeks will be about the first pillar, replenish. So we're going through this journey, we're going on a journey, sorry, of replenishing which is about getting your space back, getting your energy back, and then flow, which is working in your strengths and finding a way to work more easily, then expanding and taking up a bit more space and getting visible and building momentum, and then simplifying. Because as I said at the start, usually what happens is we go through cycles where you get something, it's super exciting, you start to implement it, you see momentum and then we let life make things more complicated and so I like to build in this process where we're coming back to ourselves and we're simplifying and we're seeing what we want to keep in our lives, what's working for us and what we want to get rid of and, and cut out and, and streamline. So today is the topic of sanctuary and replenishing. So let's first look at this idea of what sanctuary is and what replenishing is. Replenishing really is about filling something up again or returning it to its original condition. Now why that's relevant for us when we're starting this process of self-coaching is that unless you've lived 
I don't know, in some kind of amazing parallel universe <laughs> to everybody else. The things that make you you, the things that you are excited about, that you dream about, your natural talents, your natural loves, your natural way of being in the world will have been affected by your family and by the experiences that you've had in the world. And that means that we lose something. Ken, um, oh, what's his name? Ken Robinson, yes. Ken Robinson has an amazing TED talk, which is about schools killing creativity. And if you haven't watched that, I do recommend watching it. It's one of those TED talks from about 10, 15 years ago before they got very glossy. And, and there's a rawness to it and he's very passionate. And I think we've all had that experience where we have been laughed at or we've been, you know, rubbished or, you know, told that we're being silly when we're talking about something passionate for us when we're children. And that continues, you know, there's this period that we go through in our teens or in our 20s and sometimes onwards where we have to cover up who we really are so that we fit in and we follow the plan that, that society and culture has told us to do. So when I talk about replenishing, it's not just getting your energy back and, you know, start to feel um, rested. It's also about who were you before you started to control yourself, before you started to hide parts of yourself and to change so that other people would congratulate you and you could fit in with the role that we were given. And I think that is so, so important to start because I've made the mistake in the past where I've started to work on things, whether that's business or it's education, and, and I've gone full steam ahead before checking in with myself and seeing if it's something that I actually want to do or if it's just something that I think will um, get me brownie points, societal brownie points. So we want to invest some time in investigating that at the start. Now, sanctuary is, dictionary definition, is about protection or a safe space, especially for someone or something being chased or hunted, which sounds very dramatic. But if you think about your fight or flight response, if you've learned about self-compassion, um, you'll know something of this. But what can happen quite often when we criticise ourselves is we literally trigger the same response in our nervous system as being chased or being hunted, but we're the ones doing it. We're hunting or chasing ourselves. We're, we're allowing ourselves to get stressed out and be in a defense position rather than listening to ourselves. So this idea of creating sanctuary before we start to investigate what changes we want to make in our life is really, really important. Um, because essentially you're, you're letting your brain breathe and you're letting it access all of the bits of information, the memories, the things that you have experienced so that it can make the best decision for you moving forward. And you're allowing your brain to connect with the emotional part of your body as well and the emotional part of you, which many of us put limits on or we numb with behaviours, you know, drinking too much or, yeah, there's a whole host of things we can do. So I want to start with this idea of moving from reactivity to intentionality. 
And the first part of that is creating this sanctuary for yourself. When we don't give ourselves time to plan, to be intentional, we can get caught in this burnout loop. And that can be actual serious burnout where you're physically, you know, experiencing exhaustion. You can't access the thinking part of your brain. You're just, you're just, yeah, you're just a husk, <laughs> which sounds super harsh, but, but it's true. Burnout is awful. Um, or you might be more like me, which is where every three months you get sick or you get the flu. And I was trapped in that uh, for years. So by starting to reclaim just a little bit of self, space for ourselves in our brain, cordoning that off, protecting it fiercely, you're creating that tiny bit of sanctuary to then start to expand out from. And that's how we move from reactivity to intentionality. The second thing I want you to think about is by creating sanctuary, you're building the foundation for the foundation. This isn't the foundation. This is like the idea of building a foundation because you might not have even considered the fact that before you start on your next project, you should create a time, um, a way of working, a way of living where you are prioritizing energy and confidence in yourself before you start doing. And this is the, the setting the GPS and the destination and making sure that the, the vehicle that you're using to get where you're going has passed its MOT, it's functioning, and you're not just setting off in a rocky car. So this is that sitting there in the cafe thinking about, hey, I would like to do a road trip to Milan this summer. I would like to do that. You're not even checking how you're going to do it yet. This is just the idea. In the next few self-coaching lessons, we're going to look at how you create that foundation. I also want you to think about this as taking responsibility for ourselves. So you're moving from victimhood and life happening to me to starting to understand that actually my actions are a result of me. And that's really, really important because otherwise, how can you feel any sense of autonomy in the rest of your life? if you don't know that you're the person who has control and you're the person setting the GPS. The third thing to think about when we have this concept of building sanctuary and replenishment is about listening to yourself and thinking about how you're communicating with yourself. We can get into a habit of thinking that other people um, are hindering us, are blocking us. You know, I would only do this if I didn't have children. I would do this if my partner was on board. I would do this if my boss was more enthusiastic. Well, if you're not even able to communicate with yourself, I'm sorry, this is, this is, this is tough love, but because I've had the same thing, I have in my past kept myself so busy that I haven't let myself hear the little voice that's saying, this isn't working, I'm not happy this isn't working for us, okay? And it's a really natural response to just ignore that and just keep busy, 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 which then leads to burnout, okay? Or it leads to discovering that, you know, you've been seven years in a relationship or a job that you weren't happy with. So when we prioritize being able to listen to ourselves, communicate with ourselves before thinking about how we communicate with others, Again, we're setting up that strong foundation for the foundation. Martha Beck has some great work on this where she talks about our true nature versus our culture. And by 
creating sanctuary, a little, little, little bit of sanctuary so that you can listen to yourself and start to prioritize your relationship with yourself, you are getting that foundation in place for the solid foundation where you start to make change in your life. So your action step this week, your little, I don't want to call it homework because, you know, we don't have positive associations of homework, but your exercise, your exercise, your action step, choose what you like for this, is to schedule space to sit with yourself with no phone, nothing except a notebook and a pen or pencil. I would love for you to do this outside, even if that's just stepping outside. If you live in apartments in the city, just, you know, finding a quiet corner, sit on a bench on the side of the road. Um, If you can get to a park, amazing. If you've got a garden, go jump outside in the garden and just sit. The reason for that is it changes the energy being outside. And if you can't do that, at least go to a different space in your room, you know, turn around from from the desk if you're looking at the computer and just shift something and let your brain just wander. Let it go to the uncomfortable places. Don't feel the need to respond to it. Don't let yourself go into a drama cycle, but just let it think what it wants to think. Observe that. Don't know why I said it like that. Observe it. But observe it, think about it, and and make a note and write it down. I think you will be surprised where your brain goes. And that's it. So I'm going to put this audio into the Partagerie, our beautiful free community. Um, and, And yeah, let me know. Let me know what comes up for you and if you need any help with anything. And I'll see you next week in your next self-coaching lesson.